Hello and welcome back to Transman Talks. Today is a subject that I feel I want to talk about in more detail over the podcast. Um, and I've already been talking about it on social media as a whole. So I feel like now is a great time to actually transfer that onto the podcast. So before I start, I'm going to insert a trigger warning here. I will be discussing periods um, and I'm aware that this is going to be triggering and dysphoric for trans men and non-binary people so I'm really sorry if this is upsetting for you um, um, if you feel like you can't listen to this episode please don't listen to it um, I'm sorry for any offence t- caused um, so with that said um, I feel like I'm going to get right into this. So, recently I have been talking a lot more about my periods. Now, I don't like my periods at all. I, I, I suffer with dysphoria too. But I feel like it's important to be talking out about them because a lot of the time women are, are, are constantly at the forefront of anything to do with periods. Like from sanitary products to, you know, conversations about periods. Um, and as a man, as a trans man, I feel like that is not really fair. Trans men do have periods, and non-binary people do have periods too. So why do we get excluded from these conversations? Well, that's going to change because I'm going to be continuing to speak a lot more about periods and a lot more about how companies can do better to uh, engage those who are trans and trans trans men and uh, non-binary to include them in what they do so for example i have actually been trying to get i've been emailing uh, i emailed the uh, tampax yesterday morning and i know that's a long shot but it's a start and hopefully if i get a response then i'll be able to tell you about that in the next episode um, but for now, still waiting for a response. Um, I've spoken about why there needs to be bins in men's toilets and that tweet, I did tweet about it and it's gone viral. It went over 7,000 likes and that's great. That's a great response to the tweet because not only do trans men uh, need these bins and non-binary people as well, but cis men need them too because they will have they could have medical conditions that require them to have a bin nearby so they can dispose of whatever they've got um you know if they've got like a colon- colostomy bag or whatever it's called um i think that's what it's called um they need to empty it and obviously if they don't have a bin nearby or it's in a public it's outside of a cubicle where it's in public view that's going to be very humiliating and embarrassing for them um so yeah bins were a massive compensation starter um and also in a a couple of days after that i decided to talk about why do pads um, and tampons have flowery designs all over the wrappers and all over the actual like product itself why can't we have like star wars or uh, i suggested dracula because dracula loves to take blood um I thought, why can't we have stuff like that? Because at the end of the day, as a trans man, I don't really want to be wearing a flowery scented tam- uh, pad. That is just not going to... In fact, that's going to trigger my dysphoria because I feel be like, well, if this is more feminine-based, like, feminine then it is male. 
So I, I feel like that needs to be changed. And a lot of the, I've actually had conversations with a lot of my friends who were cis, especially the cis women, who have said, we don't want the flowery scented pads either. We want to be wearing like something that is actually related to how we feel about periods. So like Hulk, for example. If you're in a really vile mood because your period has died and you're suffering badly with the hormones, you're going to be absolutely raging. And I feel like Hulk is a perfect, uh, sympathetic uh, example of that. You know, you can you can wear a pad and be like, I'm Hulk today, which is great. <laughs> um, seriously though, we as we don't want not not just trans people, not just non-binary people, but cis people have also said that we don't want to be seeing flowery scented pads anymore. We want to try and change the design. Um, um, of tampons and pads, you know. I, I also want to say as well, it's amazing that we can now have padded underwear. So I am aware of this. Um, I've seen it on Amazon, and my friend Endeavor has been actually has actually done a YouTube video describing how it felt for him when he wore one. So check that out. I'll link it in on Twitter so that you can have a look at it afterwards um, and also there's moon cups as well I've never ever tried a moon cup I'm not entirely comfortable with that idea but I am aware that it's helpful for a lot of women and non-binary people and trans men so fair play um, and like tampons and pads are just like I wear pads I need to wear pads and, and the thicker the better for me I don't like the thin ones at all because it feels like I'm just going to bleed right through, um, which I do. Sorry for too much information there, but it, it, it's um, it is it's absolutely vital that I, I wear fat, thicker pads. So yeah, basically, I feel like there needs to be more done for on the companies like Always and Tampax and Ultra. I think to do more and include trans people and non-binary people in how they deliver their products and how they present the products because at the end of the day I don't want to be wearing a flowery scented pad I just don't like the just don't I, I keep looking at them and thinking why am I doing this what is the point of this um so yeah do better companies do more to include uh, trans people and non-binary people while we're on this subject I actually want to talk about a meeting that I've got planned for the latter part of this afternoon with uh, someone in Selby they run the Selby Period Project, I think that's the title of the project that they're doing and they do deliver um, free sanitary products to people that need them which is amazing, amazing and I do, I honestly feel like I need to state this now, sanitary products should be free. Why are we paying for something that is absolutely essential to our health? and? condoms have been but I know condoms you can get sometimes free from like places like Yorkshire Mesmac and um other places like that but for for the most part you have to pay like you you no what am I talking about condoms are usually free anyway um no condom yeah condoms are usually free anyway so what I'm, I'm a bit confused there but you you get the gist of what I was trying to say Sanitary products should be on long the same lines. Should be free for to uh, free to 
anybody that needs them we should not have to be paying out for them it's like with the tampon tax that was absolutely awful that was just taking a mickey out of people's health uh, so yeah sanitary products should be free anyway it's got sidetracked there back to what I was talking about before Rebecca Harland from the Selby period project um, she is doing an amazing job with this and I will be speaking to her later on this afternoon to discuss what I can do to support her organisation and what she can do for LGBTQ+, which is my support group and vice and just you know work together really um i'm very interested in the fact that there, there was there's an organization like this in selby selby is very small selby is very it's not it's, it's been difficult to get groups running in selby so i'm really pleased to see a lot more groups starting to pop up everywhere it's a massive massive sign of uh that the times are changing for people who need groups like lgbtq plus and need organizations like rebecca's so yeah, I'm very, very excited for that, um, and I feel like I'll I'll share the conversation with Rebecca's permission, um, in the ne next episode. Um, but for now, um, I'll see how it goes, and I'll let you know. Um, I've got hopefully another podcast um opportunity coming up soon, um, and. It will be in Selby, so I'll let you know how that gets that gets on. Um, but for now, that's that's still in the sort of talking stages, so I won't be able to update you fully until I know what else is going on with that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad that I'm able to be very open about how I deal with my periods and how I deal with everything else around that. And I feel like it's important to talk about it. I know it's triggering for a lot of trans men and a lot of uh, non-binary people. So again, I do apologise for that. Um, I feel like this conversation does need to be had, however. And the more we t I talk about it, the more that other trans men talk about it, the more that non-binary people talk about it, the less uh, exclusive it is for, like, you know, the less chance of us being excluded from conversations from periods around with cis women i mean i have conversations with them all the time about it but it's not enough really so yeah um i feel like the next episode of to uh, transpad talks is going to be basically updates of what i've been up to and how i've been helping the local community really um i am uh going to be sharing this straight away to social media so you can all check it out um I am planning on trying to get some guests on the show, uh, on the podcast at some point. I will sort of update you with those on social media at some point. So, yeah. Um, thank you for listening to Transman Talks and I'll see you in the next episode.